Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Well, this just ain't right, but it is what it is. Fact-based, 107 right now? 107 briefs? Heat, heat index. Heat index, 107. 97 sorry, degree I, temperature. 97, heat index, 107. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yikes. Are you, uh, <laughs> wow. you know, being a guy that likes to be on the water, are you uh, regretting yeah. that decision to say you'd work today instead <laughs> yes. of being out? No, I, told, I told Heidi, I said, one of those deals where I'm actually starting vacation today for, I'm off all next week. Okay. And on Monday or whenever it was last week, you know, Brad said, hey, what Come about next Friday? Hang what out you, with the fellas. What do you think? And I went, well, I don't think I got anything cooking on that Friday. I'm, I, yeah, sure. And then today as I'm getting ready and I'm, and I just realized I went, wait a minute. This is the first day of vacation. What was I thinking? Obviously I wasn't. No, you weren't. Um, and but then I thought. got all next week off. I got can, all next nah, week. No, it's fine. okay. But I was thinking, I was, the thought was the, yeah. the river is a block away. Yeah. The boat is less than a Block and blah, not even a block and a half away at yeah, the marina. But the thing oh. you can think about this too. The, the really okay. nice thing though is is leaving here and heading there. At least the freeways are really easy to navigate on a. Yes, thank you. That's what I'm going on, with on that, a weekend. No, <laughs> no rush at all. But listen to this now, uh, and, and I'm going to get into ketamine. And I and, and when I say oh, listen I to this, tease. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Because what we're going to talk about is important. But 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 I do I do want to warn people. Or no, I'm going to get. It's a good tease. I'm not going to warn. The the deals I'm finding at Lens Foods in Stillwater. Oh God! Right, they, people got to know. You've got to know. No, Reavers, come on. People have to know about my meat deals at Lens Foods. That is a meat buy, is it not? You know it is. You know it is. And you I'm, know I can't wait to share. I'm going to do a segment on ketamine just real quick on ketamine because I can't. I don't understand what's going on. Then we're going to get into the meat deals at Lens Foods because you need to know heading into the Fourth of July. Stay tuned, folks. To get into the Fourth of July weekend because <laughs> meats are important. Right what now. did Jay spend I on got meat? The meat coming up at two. <laughs> yep. What did I spend on meat coming uh, up? Ketamine, right? Nobody knew anything about ketamine until about the last two weeks, right? Sure. I didn't even know anything about ketamine. So I see the story. Star Tribune says, oh, sky is falling, sky is falling. Right? Cops are using ketamine. Mm-hmm. Some without approval. <laughs> well, as you read further into the story, might be a reason why you're not getting prior approval for the use of ketamine. And then, even after they're restrained, some of these people are being given the sedative ketamine. Now, if you're not familiar with the story... Which I can't imagine you're not if you're listening to Garage Logic. But there might be people that are unfamiliar and maybe yeah. they hear it discussed on GL. Yeah. Star Tribune breaks a story, you know, somehow. Gee, imagine that. Uh, they broke a story that kind of questions the activities of police officers in this town. I didn't see that coming from the Star Tribune, did I? So 
<laughs> so, and, and the particular reporter involved. But anywho, um, question, and it's fair to ask the question when, when something like this comes up of our government agencies, police is an arm of the government. Hey, what are you doing? What's happening with it? You know, first blush looks a little weird, questionable. Is it? We don't know. Because it be has to be administered by a nurse, correct? correct. EMS, a medical or EMS, uh, I'm a sorry, medical professional. Sure. So, for those who don't know, so the story is: ketamine is a powerful sedative. I, it, that's how they describe it: powerful sedative. I don't know. Is there such a thing as a non-powerful sedative? <laughs> I, aren't they all pretty powerful? I don't understand that. But anyhow. Um, it came to light the office uh, police conduct review in the city was looking at some body cameras and they saw some cops. They cl- they claim, of course, none of us have seen this report. Star Tribune hasn't posted it online. They claim the officers were ordering the EMS to give them the ketamine to people who had been either uh, under arrest or about to be under arrest. There's a variety of situations. You know, sometimes it's just an encounter with somebody. Uh, apparently, they were given the ketamine to the sedation to calm them because they were a threat to themselves or, 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 or others. Well, first of all, what do you want police to do is my first question. When I started to read the story, if they put a bullet in somebody, right, they don't stand much of a chance these days, even when they try to argue it's justified. If they use a taser, (laughs) they often get criticized for using a taser. If they put a knee on somebody's back, they often get criticized for that. So now, Let's just take it that step. Let's say the police did say, give them the ketamine. I'm not even certain we know that right now. That's just the accusation flying around. Could have been the EMS decisions, a decision all on their own. Hennepin, Hennepin Healthcare, formerly known as Hennepin, Hennepin County Medical Center, they had a big thing before the Hennepin County Board the other day and said, hey, it's 1% of the 81,000 patients that we deal with. 1%. And it's in cases where someone is so out of control, a mental health crisis, Maybe a mental health crisis. On top of it, they're they're on some type of intoxication, Ill, Ill, intoxi- or mm-hmm. illegal drug. Yep. And let, what what are, what are police officers supposed to do if 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 you have a two hundred fifty pound man, maybe a big, strong two hundred fifty pound man, not a flabby one like me? Let's say you're two fifty strong, big, and you are having an episode, a mental health crisis, and you might then on top of it add in drugs or alcohol. What? And and then they're like, well, they're subduing them. They're not getting permission ahead of time to give them the sedative. Well, you can't in in the middle of that situation say to the person, hey, could you just stop for a minute, sir, and just sign this waiver right here? Just sign the waiver so we can give you some ketamine. Yeah, that's never going to happen. Here's why it's good for you. Here's why it's good for us. It's going to calm you down. It could save their lives, actually. It very well could save their lives. I'm talking about the person who gets the sedation. To to, to backtrack just a tad, ketamine is usually used for chronic pain. I believe. I don't even know what it's even used for. Well, because I just remember this being discussed. Because it's it's it doesn't put you out, but it puts you in a like almost like a trance. Yeah, correct. It 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 gets you to the point where you're not going to be a danger to yourself, as I understand it, or others. Mm So because you're still well, awake and you're still yes, coherent, as, as I understand it, yeah, that's kind of what, that was sort of discussed when the chief medical officer from Hennepin Healthcare talked to the county board, the Hennepin right. County Board. Anyway, the other continue. Day. Sorry. But so my question is, all this rhetoric and all this outrage, like again, how, how what are the cops supposed to do? Like you, you can't get permission at that moment. Let's say somebody's having a diabetic seizure. Let's say you're having a diabetic seizure. People in those in in, in that state can become very violent, very confrontational. 
It's it's not in their nature because they're not in their right mind at that moment. Would would we not want to give the person having the diabetic seizure some medication right on the spot to calm them down, make sure they're not a threat to themselves or the people around? Of course we would, right? But you, we're not going to question whether we got prior approval, right? Mm-hmm. You're just going to give it to them because you have to make that decision in the moment. But just to play devil's advocate, I think the reason it got so much attention and, and there was a bit of outrage was the fact that in some cases... Mm-hmm. According to the Star Tribune article, and we don't even know. Yeah, in some cases, the people were receiving it after they'd already been handcuffed and apprehended. Correct? Is that what is that what led to a lot of the part outrage? of the claim was part of the claim was they were already um, under um, they'd already been um, restrained. They've already been restrained, so it could have been handcuffed, whatever. Again, until you know all the facts surrounding that, what I've been told is there are times that they have to put you in the handcuffs. And the restraints in order to administer the drug. Because you got a 250 pound person, you know, a man going crazy who could hurt himself or the officers or the EMS. So you have to restrain the individual to give them the sedation that they're going to need to possibly save their lives and save the lives of the officers and the EMTs. So I read that too, and I, with interest, sorry, I'm getting all tangled up here with this mic or uh, earphone quote. But so even the restraint part. I had to read it a few times, and it finally dawned on me, wait a minute. Well, of course they might be restrained. How else would you administer? I mean, we're talking about a needle, you know, a syringe, a shot. You, how do you, if they're out of control and they're having an episode and they are a danger to themselves and others, you, you again, you don't have time to get the written signature. Mm-hmm. Can't go over all the side effects with you right now, but we got to make this decision right now to possibly save your life. And, oh, by the way, since you are 6'4", 280, we're going to have to restrain you to do it. I don't, I, I'm not saying we shouldn't question the practice, question it, have shine a light on it. Transparency is good. I'm not saying you don't do the story. I just think the stories that all of the media's. I think it needs a little more balance in there that to explain why in one less than 1% of 81,000 cases, that's those numbers are coming from Hennepin, Hennepin County. Not from me. It, it's so rarely used. Obviously, if it is used, there's, I mean, I just can't. It's been around since 2008. I, 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 I on record, they, there's been nobody that's died from it. I, I don't, I don't quite understand what they expect police to do in certain situations. I don't get it. You, you had know? asked earlier. Uh, ketamine was discovered in 1962. First tested on humans in 1964. Was approved for use in the United States in 1970. Shortly after its U.S. approval. It was extensively used for surgical anesthesia in the Vietnam War. There you go. Due to its safety. There you go. I don't quite get the outrage. I understand asking the questions. Fine, ask the questions. Like, And that was a useful, good piece of information. That's Thank what you. I'm here for. Good. Yes, you are. Did you see what I mean by the rest of it? I'm kind of like, what? So what? would you rather have that 6'5", 270-pound dude end up killing himself? In or a hurting more himself? aggressive yeah, situation. or hurting police. So you give him a sedative. Oh, he didn't have prior, prior approval. Well, you can't get prior approval. You can't. Well, he was restrained. Well, he might have to be restrained so he doesn't die. That's all I got. We'll be back. Man, I hate having to take a break when this music is that good. I, you're doing a fine job on the bumper music, and I hear it all the time with Joe, but this is just, just exceptional today, Reavers. Jay Coles from Channel 5 filling in for the mayor, deputy deputy mayor since 1994. That's what I'm going with. I think it was around 94 or something like that. <laughs> it's been a long time. 
We do have Reavers and Height. Yep, they're holding up their end of the bargain. But uh, Rookie's gone. Mayor's gone. Kenny's going to be in. Murphy filling in for Royce on the ride at 3 o'clock. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna take another step. I'm still, you know, we, we're talking about ketamine. Now I'm going to shift gears just a little bit to a story that I ran Wednesday night. And I'm going to backfill some things here for you folks. In many ways and in many areas, law enforcement in its entirety, I'm not just talking about Minneapolis police right now, just in its entirety, law enforcement is a bit under siege. Um, most of the time, you, you question whether it's warranted, right? I mean, there's always going to be like with any profession, doctors, lawyers, journalists, you pick a profession, your mechanic, there's going to be bad eggs. There's going to be bad apples. And when they surface, you got to deal with them, right? So police are no different. But this happened this this story I'm about to Reavers just found this. I did a, I did a story for Channel Five last Wednesday about a law enforcement officer who was viciously attacked, and I was the only reporter in town who did a full day full day of reporting on it. And more than just hey, an officer was attacked. Mary Devine over at the Pioneer Press did a thing about the officer being attacked at Oak Park Heights Prison, but it was just a very short. It happened prison on lockdown, officer taken to Regents Hospital kind of story. Whereas I dug a little bit deeper, talked to the Washington County attorney. Hey, you're going to charge these guys. So play the story. Real, real, we'll, we'll let you listen to the Channel 5 story about what happened to a law enforcement officer last Wednesday and got scant attention. ...with serious injuries. It's happened at the Minnesota Correctional Facility in Oak Park Heights, putting the prison on lockdown for the day. And our Jake Holes has been working this story all day. He's live now outside the prison. Nice Jay? tie. Leah, sources tell me that the prison here at Oak Park Heights is still on a full lockdown. Now, this is the latest in a string of assaults against prison staff here in the past six months. And the Washington County attorney tells me he is now ready to prosecute those inmates who he says are responsible for all this. Since March, inside Oak Park Heights prison, inmates have taken aim at correction staff, attacking more than a half dozen officers. Wednesday, sources tell me a sergeant was sliced across his face by an inmate with a razor blade. In this statement, the Department of Correction says, quote, the sergeant fought back and was assisted by the full force of our correctional officer response, and, quote, it is expected a referral for prosecution will be made. I expect safety everywhere in this damn county. I don't care if you put a wall around it. Washington County Attorney Pete Orpitz says Oak Park Heights has inmates serving long sentences, but he's happy to add more time. They'll continue to do life in segregation if that's the penalty, but... I'm going to get my conviction out of them if they do any kind of assault on any kind of a corrections officer. The Department of Corrections tells me the inmates in the previous assaults several months ago are, quote, being prosecuted as open investigations, but they did not say how many inmates. But in the months since those assaults, the county attorney says he hasn't seen any cases cross his desk. I have not seen those. And from what you've told me, I expect to get a deluge of them, and I'm ready. Now, sources tell me the name of the inmate in today's assault is Josh Smith, and he's in for aiding and abetting second-degree murder, and it is a life sentence. We'll keep you updated, let you know if he is charged in this incident today, and we'll also keep you updated on the officer's recovery. Reporting live in Oak Park Heights, Jay Coles, 5 Eyewitness News. Thanks for playing that. Now, think about this for a minute. Since March, more than a half dozen corrections officers assaulted out there. This sergeant slashed, my sources tell me, from his mouth down across his neck to his ear. Oh, my God. Rushed to surgery at Regions. 
and they had to do surgery to make sure none of his major arteries, they didn't think his major arteries had been hit or damaged. Obviously, he might not have made it, but they had to make sure they weren't nicked or bleeding just so he wouldn't die later. Okay, he came within, I'm not exaggerating, an inch or less of dying. Okay, he's the sixth since March, since January, since January, more than a dozen law enforcement officers at Oak Park Heights Prison have been assaulted in one way or another. Since then, zero inmates charged. Now, how this gets, how I'm, first of all, I was the only television reporter who did anything with it that day. I was tipped off earlier in the morning from a source and I got a head start, start on it. But then eventually the Department of Corrections had to put out a news release saying, yeah, this did happen because we put it on our web earlier in the day. But I'm thinking, no, no, me, no, no, very scant attention. Had that been a law enforcement officer at the end of an alley on the east side of St. Paul or in downtown St. Paul or over in Mac Groveland, we'd have had team coverage of it, right? Mm-hmm. If, if, somebody went, if somebody slashed an officer across the face. Twelve of them. What do you? What, okay, then what's the conclusion you're trying to make here? Why, why is that? I think police, law enforcement, I'm just going to say law enforcement in general, all around the country, they're kind of under siege. You know, like, uh, they have to prove they're innocent and good guys and trying to do the right thing long before any of the facts come out. It, it's, um, hmm. there's a lack of respect. There's, uh, you know, the only thing I can think of it here is is because is, is I'm the only one been doing the story since January about all these assaults on these officers at Oak Park Heights. I I, I almost wonder if people think, well, well they work in a prison. What do you expect? So let me let me <laughs> well, ask no, you a question. They're I, law enforcement. I, I know Oak Park Heights. I know the area. But is that is this a case of this facility is the these are the real the worst of the worst? Worst of the worst. Okay. So in other words, you have to. You I what? hate using this, but they've got nothing to lose. Correct. Okay. But but here's what happened. Here's what here's the they're already story. in for life. Yeah. Here's some of them are. Most of them are uh, um, either thirty, forty years or life. Because you you don't get sentenced to Oak Park Heights. You got to screw up in another prison to get sent there. Oh God. That's how bad they are. Okay. But here's what I did back in January, February, March when I did the stories back in March when there were about eight or nine assaults. I had a prison guard who did a, a prison guard who did a silhouette interview with me. Um, he said they used to give segregation up to two years. Okay, if, if you acted up at Oak Park Heights, you could get segregation for two years. Mm-hmm. They don't want to. That's the one thing they don't want to lose is they don't want to lose their canteen. You know, the candy and the and the gum and the, that's some the of the food. That's all they got. They don't want to lose their TV, their visitation, their exercise. But you go in the hole for two years if you assault a staff member. Now you only get ninety days. And what elevates your status out there? If you if you assault a uh, if you assault a prison staff member, your your status in that prison, which is all you've got, which might end up protecting you, you'll take ninety days in segregation rather than two years to assault a staff member. You're a big man on campus, so to speak, at the prison if you assault a staff member. So they were telling me the, the, this is this is coming from prison staff that when we did the kumbaya. And took segregation from two years down to 90 days, the assaults are on the rise. They're up 81% against staff since 2013. And all you need to know is 12 have been assaulted since January and very scant media attention. You weren't even aware of it, were you? No. No, no, because, well, you know, yeah, just law enforcement. We'll be right back. And now we're going to head out east and get the Your Money Now report. It comes to us courtesy 
from Owatonna's own Federated Insurance. Here is Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal with Your Money Now. Well, it looks like we will end the week on a positive note. Stocks have been higher across the board all day. I'll have to check the numbers. I don't think we're going to get a winning week, but at least we'll end high with the Dow Jones Industrial Average up 190 points right now. The NASDAQ Composite is up 35, and the S&P 500 holding on to a 15-point game. If you've purchased ham, sausage, bacon, or other pork products anytime since 2009, you may have overpaid. That's the allegation contained in a lawsuit filed in federal court in Minnesota accusing some of the nation's biggest pork producers of conspiring to fix prices. The lawsuit, filed by 13 grocery shoppers, claims pork processors shared private information to control supply and price. The defendants include Hormel, Smithfield Foods, and Tyson. Today marks the end of an era in retail as the remaining 200 Toys R Us stores will close their doors for good and ending the chain's more than 60-year run. The company ruled the airwaves back in the 1980s with its commercials and controlled 25% of the global toy market in the 90s. But the company was saddled with debt from a 2005 leveraged buyout and filed for bankruptcy last September. I'm Bruce Vail with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Thanks, Bruce. Hey, tomorrow, make sure you join us. That's right, 1500 ESPN. We are going to be supporting Minnesota's military veterans and families at the 2018 Patriot Ride at the Anoka County Airport. The day is going to feature a 70-mile ride, raffles, food, music, and more. Make sure you register now and come hang out with us. And then next week, it's the Red, White, and Boom TC Half Marathon Relay and 5G. You can spend your 4th of July with us here at 1500 ESPN and Twin Cities in motion register now for the red white and boom tc half marathon relay and five hey look at this i'm almost on time pretty for john close. dang it pretty close yeah, well at least i'm keeping consistent You're better than hauser yesterday <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> okay, john, john height in the newsroom go john uh thanks jay sunny we're up to 97 degrees our heat index is 107 uh twins cubs today from chicago they'll start at 405 jose barrios for the twins Mike Montgomery for the Cubs. Uh, early reports are indicating that basically Wrigley Field is about a 50-50 split yeah. with Cubs and Twins. Twins Cubs, That's which sweet. Is cool. yeah. You know, well, back in my radio days here, right, uh, we went down to Wrigley Field for Twins. The we, 09 we took, series. Yeah, we took the... I was uh, we, there, we took, yeah. Yeah, you were there. Mm-hmm. So I pointed at you like, remember? <laughs> <laughs> kind of vaguely <laughs> yeah we took a bunch of listeners that was fun trip. yeah it fun was trip. fun yep. and it was about because this is you know when we still craved outdoor baseball correct because we were still saddled with the metrodome yes that was right. a fun weekend mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes it was if anyone has photos let me know <laughs> <laughs> i do no i don't <laughs> believe me i didn't want any. by the way johnny your report is brought to us by it's just lunch okay thank you minnesota united in action tonight uh, it's at TCF Bank Stadium. They play Dallas FC. You'll hear it right here. 6.30 pre-match, 7 o'clock kickoff on 1500 ESPN. Uh, if you didn't hear, Minnesota United FC midfielder Colin Martin came out publicly as gay this morning, just hours before the team celebrates Pride Night during that game this evening. The 23-year-old made the announcement on Twitter, revealing teammates, family, and friends have known for some time. He's in his sixth MLS season. He was traded to Minnesota in 2017 after signing with D.C. United in 2013. At that game tonight, Minnesota will sport rainbow numbers on their jerseys for the game against FC Dallas in celebration of Pride Night. Minnesota Lynx in action tonight. They're playing the Atlanta Dream at the Target Center. Love the name of that team, Atlanta Dream. News notes from today, a large number of carp 
were found dead on the shores of Lake Bilesby near Cannon Falls after being infected by a virus, according to the Department of Natural Resources. DNR said its pathology lab confirmed a lab, excuse me, confirmed the fish died from koi herpes virus, a disease that only affects carp and koi fish. Virus kills the fish by damaging gills and skin. It's believed the virus was spread by the release of ornamental koi or pet goldfish. The department stressed the virus poses no threat to human beings. Officials in Duluth are appealing an arbitrator's decision to reinstate a police officer who has a history of excessive force complaints. Police Chief Mike Tuscan announced the move today after the release of body cam footage of a May 2017 incident. That video shows Officer Adam Hoyt dragging a handcuffed man several feet, causing the man to hit his head on a steel door frame. Man not seriously injured. Hoyt was fired after an investigation. The arbitrator recently ruled the use of force was unreasonable, but said Hoyt should be reinstated. Tuscan says he has prior complaints, including hitting a person with an open hand. The police union did not immediately return a message seeking comment on Watt's behalf. President Trump today took a moment at a White House tax bill event to mourn the five victims of the shooting at the Capitol Gazette newspaper in Annapolis, Maryland. The suspect of those deaths has been charged with five counts of murder as of this morning. The president said in his first live remarks about the incident, before going any further, I'd like to address the horrific shooting that took place yesterday at Capitol Gazette newsroom in Annapolis, Maryland. This attack shocked the conscience of our nation, filled our hearts with grief. Journalists, like all Americans, should be free from the fear of being violently attacked while doing their jobs. To the families of the victims, there are no words to express our sorrow for your loss. Horrible, horrible event. Horrible, horrible thing that happened. President's event intended to commemorate the more than six months that have passed since he signed the GOP tax bill into law. Major outage is affecting Comcast customers nationwide. Outage primarily affecting Comcast cable service, but telephone and Internet services are also affected in some areas. Comcast tweeted to customers they are working to restore services as quickly as possible. It's not known yet when the service will come back. They also sent out a tweet that said they thought it was related to some wiring that had been inadvertently cut. A horrible, weird story from next door in North Dakota. Sheriff's officials say a 42-year-old man was crushed to death when strong winds blew his camper on top of him at a lakeside campsite in North Dakota. McLean County Sheriff's Office said Jerry Keller died about 1 a.m. Friday when he stepped outside to tie things down. Strong wind gusts knocked his camper over. Keller's from Wilton. He was staying at Hecker's Lake in McLean County. Overnight storms brought heavy rain, large hail, and strong winds to most of North Dakota. Uh, wind gusts were exceeding about 70 miles an hour during the time this yeah. happened. I was going to say, as a kid, you know, we went camping every weekend in a big camper. My, most of my family still does, and that was always my biggest fear. With because the camper. You, well, because if you're in a tornado, you're, you're out of luck, you're man. Go- you're gone. Oh, well, That's so horrible. this thing. Yeah. 70 mile an hour winds it tipped over on oh, him? Correct. He, he went out to, uh, to tie it down. Uh, to tie it down, basically, yeah. and it blew over on top of him. Oh, my God. Yeah. So had he stayed in, he probably would have been okay. Uh, possibly, yeah, he'd gotten thrown around a bit, but wow, wow. yeah, that is crazy. It does say how big the trailer was at all, Johnny. It does not. No, okay. uh, it sounds like just a uh, camper it's... that you'd pull, okay, uh, with a truck because it yeah. said more than thirty campers had reported damage in the oh, area. Yeah, because so I'm thinking, campsite, you know, uh, I got the big old thirty foot vintage carriage uh-huh. trailer. You know, one of those that the carriage. In fact, the taillights are shaped like a carriage lantern. Oh, cool! Oh, very, very cool. That thing ain't going over. It's built in '78, man. When you it ain't uh, tipping over. When you take that thing out to various <laughs> campgrounds, do you tell oh. your fellow camping mates, 
Spent two ninety nine on these brats at Lyman's. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, I tell them three hundred bucks for the trailer. God, thirty footer with a fridge and an oven. Wow, three hundred bucks. What a deal! I should show you photos. It was a ninety year old guy who wanted to scrap it, Johnny. He was going to scrap it. Really? And I go, did you mean? I pulled up and I go, did you mean three thousand in your advertisement for it? You know, because. Uh, he says three hundred dollars. Yeah. He goes, no, nah, I just got to get rid of it. I was gonna scrap the damn thing, and I'm like, you. So I got a vintage '78 carriage. It's it's a it's silver aluminum on the side, white on the top, white on the front, white on the back. Carriage is the name of the brand. Sure, it yep. discontinued. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it was made in Indiana, like all trailers, mm-hmm. and the back taillights. Are shaped that's, like carriage lanterns. That's beautiful. Oh. So when the story comes out about Jay Cole's dying of CO two poisoning, <laughs> no. we're gonna know. Yeah, he got it for three hundred bucks. It was a great deal. It's got a shower. It's got a toilet. It's got an awning. It's got a stove. Got a fridge. I'm gonna put a thirty inch TV in it. It's got a fold down table. Three hundred bucks. Three hundred. I could wow. Johnny. I could have taken it from that guy's yard, yep. put it on the corner, and got five grand for it. Just we're doing nothing to it. Sure, yep. e- easily. Yep. Easily. Fantastic vehicle. In fact, when I roll into the so camera, you robbed an old guy. I hope you feel good I, about yourself. No, I said to him, sir, are you sure? Are you? Is this three grand or 300? No, 300. You He's know what, though? Some here. people just want to get rid of their he stuff. Said rid of he stuff. just yeah. wanted to get rid of it. So when I come into the campgrounds, I got the t shirt on, the white t shirt on oh, with the V neck. Marlboro Reds rolled up on oh, the sleeve. The smokes uh, right, the sleeve. right. Elbow out, <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> Elbow out, thumbs up. And you know what? Windows down. George Thorogood <laughs> blasting from the radio. Yeah, yeah. What? So you say it like it's a bad thing. Oh, huh? uh huh. We should go camping. Yeah. Oh, you'd love it. <laughs> you I'd love last it. about four hours. Like, uh, is there a hotel nearby? Because I'd really like to clean up. So, and then in the meantime, Lens Foods kind of approaching the Fourth of July holiday That's weekend. That's right. Yeah, I'll tell you about their bargain bargain yeah. meat bin don't go anywhere folks yeah i'll let johnny finish and i got that story for you <laughs> let's finish i with got the, the meat oh, finish <laughs> with this uh, story uh, update on a woman that joe talked about the other day uh. a south carolina woman who allegedly assaulted a black teenager and berated him and his friends with racial slurs at a neighborhood swimming bowl this week has been fired from her job after oh, wow. video of the incident went viral. Mm-hmm. Skincare company Rodan and Field said in a statement that Stephanie Sebi Strumpel was no longer with the company. The 38-year-old was arrested after Sunday's incident at a Somerville neighborhood pool. The county sheriff's office said the victim was a 15-year-old boy who had been invited to the pool by friends. Sebi Strumpel has been dubbed Pool Patrol Paula on social media after the incident following a trend that started with Barbecue Becky and continued with Permit Patty. A woman identified as Sebi Strumple is seen on the video telling the group of boys they didn't belong at the pool and they had to leave. woman continued to antagonize the group and used racial slurs. A video posted on Facebook appeared to show her slap the person holding the camera as he walked out of the pool area, then heard calling him a little punk and telling him to leave. Victim told authorities he and his friends were respectful, and it certainly seemed so also on the camera. When deputies arrived at her home Monday... She became combative and assaulted two deputies. They needed some ketamine. <laughs> bit one of the deputies on the arm and pushed another into the wall. She's been charged with one count of third-degree assault, two counts of assaulting a law enforcement officer, and now has no job. And maybe restrained then ketamine. Mm. How about that? Huh? <laughs> Would have made the Star Tribune. Yeah, in a heartbeat. With no context. Johnny, thank yes, you. Sir. you. All right. It. We got Fourth of July Dave Dahl coming up. Perfect, perfect music for a hot, hot day. 97. Oh, Dave, this is... 
I'm telling you, whoever settled in Minnesota needs needs to be seriously questioned. Even though they're not with us anymore, yeah, we get see. we get so cold in the winter. We get so thirty four below in the winter time, right? Right, and then up to a hundred and well, it feels like a hundred and seven right now. It's just unbelievable. That's crazy. Um, so, but no record today. You're going to get to that. I know. But I will get to the records. Yeah. And um, now that you said that, yeah, where did sorry. I put my records? No, I. Oh, okay. I well, just, we, it's ninety seven though. It feels like a hundred. I think the guy that called you uh, startled you a bit, so he yeah. apologizes for yeah, that. Yeah, I wanted. To, I ran to get my. Uh, no, yeah, I don't have one. Oh man, it's uh, okay. Let me go. see here now. Okay, I got the records. Um, we're only going to go down to about seventy eight for the load night. Thunderstorms Ooh. scattered through. Uh, maybe the morning tomorrow, but that's just a slim chance. I think a better chance after about three or four in the afternoon tomorrow, yeah. and that's going to bring us some relief. Temperatures drop in the upper. 80s um, tomorrow, and then mid-80s on Sunday. That's a great day. But then we're back to 90 on Monday, upper 80s Tuesday with some more thunder possible then, and then mm-hmm. mid-90s for highs as we go through the 4th and into the day after the 4th of July. It's going to stay in the 90s. Very, very hot and sticky for this time of the year. Uh, right now, again, it's mm-hmm. 97, but it feels like 107 with the heat index, and I have the records for the day, Jay. Give them to us. 102 on this date. And that was back in 1931. The 30s were the Dust Bowl. Ah, dust Bowl, years. yep, yep. And then 47, and that was in 1924. Hey, Dave, really quick. Yeah. I know you mentioned this yesterday, but a couple of people have emailed, and we did discuss this earlier, is the, uh, the Eagles concert in trouble tomorrow? At Target I think, Field? I really think it might be. Uh, that it, it does look like the thunderstorms are favoring a time from around 4 o'clock to about 8, 9 o'clock Ooh, at night. Okay. So. Well, if it does happen, good, because Hauser's got tickets. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dave? Yes. Last hour we talked, roughly roughly around 13 days a year of 90 or better, right? Yeah. Then we've already, we're already on day 9 and we're not to July, right? That's true. This is just... Dave... Think, think about this. Our ancestors, they could have settled in San Diego. Yeah, but instead they stopped here. Right here. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. Thanks, yep. Dave. <laughs> what is wrong with these people? I Why? You have a choice. I don't know. Huh? Wait. <laughs> you went, stopped here and went, hey. Because Dave also told me this in our little newsroom conversation, that we're almost to, you know, double digits of 90 degrees before July, when we normally only have about 13 of these in a the summer. Well, now he said we're down to 11. No, he said we're down to 11 now. Used to be when he started in the business 40 years ago, we had about 13 or 14 of 90 or better. Okay. Now we're down to 11. We're all, we've almost reached that. We're only not even to July. I think they stopped here because they like to fish. It's got to be it. That's probably, you know, they're like, well, there's a lot of water around here. I just don't understand. Because yeah. then he said to me about last winter, oh, I forgot what the, what the normal amount was below zero. Temperatures dipping below zero. We had like 30 or 31 days in this past winter of sub-zero, which was way above normal. And now now we're going to be way, you know, above 90 degrees. We could get we could get 25 to 30 days of 90 degrees or better before the end of the summer, according to Dave. And and, and we had 30 days of sub-zero uh. and the coldest April and snowiest April on record. So we got that going for us. <laughs> Which is nice. So, so I said, "Why would you stop here? I don't right. understand." Well, you know what the GLs need, uh, yes. Mr. What, what Coles. Do we got we should we step aside a minute early here because uh, we got ourselves a Friday scramble, and a lot of people are well, going to need a cold one. On they're going like to need today. a cold one. It's a scramble, and I do want to tell them where to get their meats for the Fourth of July. I don't know, but I can tell you where to get the meats. 
You are really excited about this. <laughs> Lens Family Foods, they have a discount bin where they put their bargain meats, but you don't know what time of the day they're going to do it, right? <laughs> and it's still good meat. I got, uh, what I get? I got a ribeye. I got a ribeye steak. Normally 14 bucks. got it for 8 what did I get? Johnsonville brats for how much? I got a half dozen Johnsonville brats. Normally five, six, seven, eight bucks, whatever the heck they are, two ninety nine for those brats. And they were Bam. only a little green. So the green doesn't hurt you. Let me ask you a question. How many people will you share this information? Because when you got here, folks, I'm not kidding. <laughs> he had the double plastic bag from Lens with the meat inside of it because you can't leave it in the car because no. it'll cook it's in the fridge. It's in the fridge here at work. You. So we always think Royce holds court, you know, with stories and tales of the road or the train or whatever. You were telling wow. everyone that would listen about the fine quality meat you purchased at Lens today. Because you can't understand that when you, I always check the bargain bin for the meat. It's it, but at Lens, do you what, go straight to the bargain bin? I first? do. I go right back because you know it's it's an it's an old corner grocery store. Like I grew up. Oh, with. I love those kind of stores. Four aisles. Yeah. The meat market is run by Jake, and guess what it says in the back? Jake's Meat Market. Right. Okay. That's Lens son so i go right back and, and immediately go to the bin where the bargains where they put yesterday's meat in so right? they're saying oh great here comes cheap old coles here again comes going straight for the bargain alligator bin. Arms. old short arms coles <laughs> well and you don't know they don't have a set time or day uh set time of the day it could be 9 a.m it could be 2 p.m so a lot of times they go in there and they're like oh you missed it we already put it all and because it goes like that and today i walked in and i went oh there's two items left it is brats for two ninety nine and a ribeye. That's a beautiful ribeye. Pu- I'm not saying it isn't, but do you purchase something else at normal price oh, yeah. from the counter? Yeah, yeah. To I support usually, the business? Yeah, okay. sure. I went in and got the essentials. <laughs> <laughs> I got the essentials. You got what me more? smokes. What? I got me lotto. <laughs> what more do you need? Oh I got God. the Marbred. I got a Red Bull and licorice. So I was, and then I got a couple of other things I had to get, but. The first thing I do every time I walk into Lens, which is at the corner of Myrtle and Owens, by the way, fabulous place, open 365 days a year, very really? GL-like, yeah. Even Christmas? I think it might, nope, it's even open Christmas, Christmas afternoon, no, morning, okay. yep, nope, 365 days a year, wow. says right on the sign. Sure. All we year. open. All, all the time. It's, but the first stop I make is is that bargain bin for the meat, because you think about it. that ribeye is. You saw what it's normally listed at. It does look nice. Fourteen dollar ribeye. Now what will you do? Are you going to grill this thing? Are you going to yeah. sear it? How are you going to? I sear it and then I oh. and then I put it on my smoker grill for just a minute on each side. So I'll sear it in a pan. You got to pat it down. Yep, yep, pat yep. it. Pat it down dry. Put my rub on. I sear it in a pan on the oven. Mm-hmm. Then I run out to the smoker grill and it's and I put that on high. But I only do for a minute or two on each side and I'm done. I want it bloody and I will do it tonight. Maybe tomorrow because it's in the bin because it sat out for you know for a day or two. So you got to get to it right away. You are an American or freeze treasure. it. You could freeze. <laughs> you could freeze. But I know you would love my economy of this. That you you as a meat eater and a beer drinker would appreciate what I just did. Yeah. The problem with my house is I'm the only red meat eater in the house, and I don't really eat that much anymore. I you know. Have, you have sons. You I have know. boys. The problem is they're, you, they're you, taking after Ma. No, 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 I no, know. no. I'm trying no. really hard. But oh, I can't, no. But the thing is, I can't force oh, this upon no. them, because if I... If, yes, you can. No, but if I, if I play the game, like, you should try this, bud. Because if I force it on them, they won't want to do it. Uh, it's, 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 it's a tricky... It's 
tricky, huh? I know. I'm, I married one of those healthy Tell people. them they got these incisors right here, huh? Through history? These two pointy ones? <laughs> yeah. For ripping meat off the bones, <laughs> That's man. What it's for. Yeah. Why else we wouldn't have those fangs That's... if we did? We got fangs for a reason. Uh, hey, thanks for filling yes, in. Yes, it was man. fun. I got to run because the domestic boss needs me. Is that okay? Well, you know, we're just going to make fun of you for the next <laughs> okay, hour. It's all right. Murphy's here. Brian yeah. Murphy's uh, got the ride. You thanks, Reavers. Have a nice 4th of July. You too, bud. All the angels cheer because we're.